Welcome to the Paleo View. I'm Stacy Toth of PaleoParents.com. You might also know me as the broth lady or the inventor of the hashtag more vegetables than a vegetarian. I'm the co-author of several paleo cookbooks, including Eat Like a Dinosaur, Beyond Bacon, Real Life Paleo. I like to talk about health at any size and self-love and personal acceptance. Specifically, I have a love for lifting heavy things. If you're interested in finding more out about that, you can also find me on Strong Woman Radio. And I'm Dr. Sarah Valentine of thepaleomom.com. I'm the New York Times bestselling author of The Paleo Approach and The Paleo Approach Cookbook. I'm passionate about nutrient density and the intersection of diet and lifestyle with health, which really means I just love talking about science. News and views, where Sarah and I catch up and you get to listen to our gossip. Gorgeous new photo on the other side of this Skype yeah, call. Yeah, I was like a three-year-old photo on there. It was time for an update. Fancy. Now you can see how I really look now with my yeah, long hair. You look like that all the time, I'm sure. Yes, yes. I always look like that with my hair all done and my makeup <laughs> and fancy shirt. That's definitely how I look right now. Yep. Whenever I've hung out with you 100% of the time, hmm. that's what you look like. Yep. Yep. That's, yes. So, um, this fancy photo, like, hello, is it because your book is almost done? <laughs> uh, yes. So it was actually from like a photo shoot for the healing kitchen that I think I just did, I guess, I don't know what day it is anymore. A week and a half ago. It wasn't just this weekend. No, it was a week and a half ago. Holy moly. So here's the fun thing about the healing kitchen. So we turned it in and on time and you know how our publisher never expects books to actually be on time. That is a thing. And, uh, then they saw it and saw how organized it was. Cause this is not my first rodeo. And they were like, just saw like they had, you know, he went and had the editors look at it, saw that the text was actually really clean. It wasn't going to need a ton of editing. And so they decided that they would all hands on deck, like push to get this book out earlier so that it could actually be out before Christmas. So our original release date was the end of February. And now the book is going to come out December 15th. So there was the phone call of we'd like to do this. Um, and, you know, Elena, uh, from Grace and Enthuse is my co-author on this book. And both of us have multiple autoimmune diseases. Like, you know, we're, we're people who have to be really mindful and intentional when it comes to health decisions. So there was a whole like, we'd like to do this. What do you think? And here I am thinking like, I've got months before this gets crazy. It's, it's you know, like I've, I've got all these other things. I've got another book that I'm working on for 2016, at least supposed to be working on. And like, I'm like, I have, you know, these plans. And I'm like, oh, wait. No, we're just going to put everything else off to the side and we're going to, instead of this nice, long, drawn out editing experience that I was looking forward to, we're going to compress it so we get this book done before Christmas. So, you know, we talked about the pros and cons and we just basically decided that, you know, our audiences are going to so appreciate having this book for the holidays, having this book for New Year's resolutions, that it's worth it to do this pushing now. 
so it's been fine. It's been fine. It's been fine. And then there was like the last week and I was like, oh, I want to go cross-eyed. I am becoming besties with my editor is what's happening. Um, and it's like every time, every time my phone does a little, the little ding, I'm like, all right, that's the editor. It's another, there's another thing. There's another, it's another thing. It's another thing. So I'm, I'm in, um, I'm in, oh, right. I remember, I remember how much work it is to write a book. <laughs> I'm in that mode right now. Uh, but, um, at the same time, like the book looks beautiful and I'm doing a way better job of still getting to bed in the evenings and still working out and keeping my food really clean. And it's like so far so good, but I did text you and say, I need to do a check-in show this week. Yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, you know, that was like, a, okay, so what can I take off my plate right now? Yeah. You and I have talked about, I mean, we've, we've managed to have this podcast every single week. And sometimes that means that some weeks we are just checking in with you and saying, hi, we haven't forgotten you, but our lives are really super busy. Um, my life is like the opposite spectrum of what you have going on right now. Work has <laughs> you've just finished the crazy stuff, right. and now work you're in finally, the non. Yep, work is finally like calmed down for me, and I had a really long weekend relaxing. Um, we went to Brent and Heather of Virginia is for hunter gatherers. You you know Heather? I, I think you met Brent too. I've uh, no no. Okay, we all hang out. Well, you I was gonna say like you kind of have a girl no, no. I mean, we, situation with Heather. Yeah, okay. So I totally have a girl crush situation with Heather, but I have a little bit of a girl crush situation with Brent too. So okay. it's, well, Brent is really good friends with the domestic man. Not that we're not all good friends, but I mean like Brent and Russ kind of have a bromance thing. And then Heather comes over every Friday to work out with us. So we were thrilled to be of part of a very small, um, celebration ceremony that they had after they had a, a civil service and we went and stayed the weekend at um the mansion uh on o street i think it's called in dc itself so we had matt and i had like this little couples getaway thing celebrating their wedding and we did a lot of stuff with russ being in town and um it was really really super nice and then I did this thing that I talked about that I might be doing. That's really super exciting. I bought a convertible this weekend. <laughs> I'm so excited. You wanted one for so long. I know. I know. I finally decided like which one I wanted. And I decided like I was having a hard time choosing between what I felt like was the logical choice versus what my heart wanted. And then my heart finally fell in love with the logical choice, which just made like the decision. That makes it easy. Yeah. So easy. Um, so uh, yeah, I am, I'm living the topless life right now <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I can just, I'll just give you some of my cool chillax vibes of like convertible life and staycationing and couples getaway weekend. I'll just share some of those vibes with you. Oh, I could use some of those. Um, definitely. Yeah. So for what that's worth, um, we have, and I'm crossing my fingers when I say this, um, a guest who has accepted for our next show that should be spectacular. It's a show that we have a lot of questions for and a guest whom we love and we think it'll be super great for you, but I'm not going to say it because as soon as I say it, something will oh, happen. Oh yeah, don't jinx it. 
But um, so next week should be a pretty light load for you as well, because even though you always think that it's off to printer, it's not actually. Oh, no, it's not going this week. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that right away. And so Lena asked me today, I was like, she's like, isn't it supposed to go to print this week? I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> You're like, that's the Because they haven't given me a printer yet. I'm like, yeah, you, you don't get one. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll print the day that it goes to print. <laughs> that's what will happen. And I said, expect this to be at least another two weeks. She was like, oh, man. So does that mean that I can like not get them the, those last two photos? It's like, no, no, no. They want those immediately. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works. <laughs> oh, books. When book, when book becomes a four letter word, I mean, it already is a four letter word, but it becomes one of those four letter words. <laughs> yeah. So the good news for you is that, you know, it will not be a huge lift and hopefully, um, Matt will have more opportunities for Mr. Wizard um, sound effects while we um, have just a fun show that you and I can drop some some random knowledge and, and science bums on to give you further time through this like super busy stressful time. In um, yeah. actually, the, the truth of it is, I don't feel the psychological stress the way I did with either of my first two books. I just feel the physical stress of it's been long days. There's not as many breaks. It's like, it's a lot of stuff to fit, to squeeze into my life, which is like a massive improvement over previous book experiences. Um, my, my, uh, eight year old, eight and three quarter year old, I should say <laughs> now, uh, this morning at breakfast, like, mom, how many books are you going to write? So, I have this one and I have contracts signed for two other books and um, one for 2016 and one for 2017 at this point. They're penciled in dates and I'm not telling anybody what they are yet because it's too soon for people to know. Um, but then I was like, oh, you know, but then I have ideas for, and I was like counting eight more books. So that would be about 13 books right now. <laughs> she was like, she was like, wait, how long is that going to take you? I was like, probably until I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> and by then I'll have so many more ideas. And then, and then maybe I'll retire. But, uh, no, I mean, she was like, well, what other ideas do you have? I'm like, don't you think eight, eight ideas are enough ideas? Don't like, wait, what other ideas do I have? No, eight ideas is good. <laughs> We're good. We can stop there. We're fine. <laughs> Um, but it's one of those funny things for me. Be I was sort of reflecting on this today because writing books was never something I felt like I really made a conscientious decision that that was what I wanted to do. Like I never, I never thought about being an author. Like it wasn't a career path that I actively sought. It just kind of landed in my lap based on my writing for the blog and the community and the growth of paleo. And I'm like, wow. Like I have all of these ideas for like science books, not, not cookbooks, but like really what I, well, I think they're interesting. Maybe six other people will think they're interesting, but like, you know, detailed topic type books. And, um, and I just, I had one of those, like, wow, this is not, this is not what I thought my life would be, but it's great. Like, this is better than what I thought my life would be. Um, but it was just one of those, I don't know if you ever have those, like, wait a minute, I do what now? <laughs> like, that's, that's what I grew up to be. Oh, okay. That's not what I thought I would do when I was a kid. And I was thinking about what I'd be when I grew up. 
I just had one of those when I had one of those moments today. It was, it was good. It was good. Like, this is really cool that I get to do this. Yeah. I think that's where it ultimately ends up is kind of, I enjoy reflecting back on my life and saying, yes, I'm, I'm happy with this rather than this is what I was expecting to do. And sometimes you look overall at your life and you're like, I didn't mean to be doing this. And you kind of have to back out or come up with a plan to get where you do want to be. But, um, I think it's super cool and, you know, for all those aspiring bloggers or aspiring whatever it is that you're passionate about in your life, um, take it from Sarah and I that this was not necessarily the path that we <laughs> sought out, but because it was a passion or we followed our passion, um, you, you end up sometimes um, having the fortune of following that and um, being able to share it with the world and even in some cases make money off of it which is great especially when you're trying to have that be your livelihood so that you can spread the word well i mean frankly if i if i wasn't making money off of my current endeavors i would have to stop doing them you know like the the this was the year that i was supposed to go back into academia And so last year I had this big, like, okay, like, do I want to do that? I, you know, I have to go back. I've got some opportunities. I've got connections. You know, I had decided to take this time off when my kids were young, but I had a maximum of eight years to take off before I wouldn't qualify for the NIH reentry grants for women anymore. And so I was like, okay, so I, you know, I have to go back when my, you know, youngest starts kindergarten. Is that what I'm going to do? Or am I going to follow this blogging, authoring, health advocating path. Um, And that was not as straightforward a decision as I think it sounds like it could be. It took a lot of reflection and thought and intent and, um, and it was not an easy decision, but I made it. And, but part of that, you know, part of the equation, if I was not making money, um, I wouldn't be able to afford to like to continue to write books like and people <laughs> I had somebody tell have you ever had this like you write books you must be rich they literally said oh that my gosh me. I had the same conversation with someone <sighs> in my office today there's usually someone uh, you know not infrequently that I run into in my professional career like I just don't understand why you're still working you've you've published multiple books and I'm like um like unless you wrote Harry Potter or Shades of Grey that doesn't happen. Like, yeah. It's not that kind of money, unfortunately. Yeah. When you actually, so for me, when I look back at like, I look back at like an hourly wage for the books, I'm like, yeah. Or I could have been a teacher, right? Like it's, it's really not, it's, it's not the amazing, I mean, I guess royalties then propel for some years and, and, those are nice, but it is unless unless you're Stephen King or Joanne Rowling. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not, I would like to be. I would like it if well, if the Alia book sold the way Harry Potter book sold. That'd be cool. The amazing thing is the connection that we get to have with our audience. Like when we went on book tour and we got to meet all the people, yeah. that listen to all of the podcasts and stuff. Like there's. There's the, I, oh, first it's of all, totally I, worth it. Yeah. It's absolutely a hundred percent. It's it's such an amazing privilege to be 
able to create resources that help people get healthy. Like that is just the most, like it boggles my mind that I get to do that and that I get to, you know, either help somebody turn their life around the way I had to fight so hard to do or prevent somebody from going through the health struggles that I had to go through. Like that to me is like a hundred percent what it's about. And, um, it is such a privilege to be in that, in that position. I like wouldn't, I wouldn't change that. That's amazing. Um, and it's, you know, when, when you have people share their stories that we've had at book signings, I mean, I, I, I cried at my last book signing. Someone started telling the story. I started bawling my eyes out. Oh, to be fair, she had Crohn's and cancer and the autoimmune protocol was the reason why she could tolerate her chemotherapy. So she didn't die of cancer, but like that's whoa. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing where I I'll speak for myself. I'm honored to have that connection with people and to be able to inspire people and, um, whether it's through the books or the blog or the podcast, you know, we genuinely, I try to read, you know, almost, even though like, you know, I have people who manage these things for me because I have a full-time job, you know, I try to read everything I can on social media. I read all of our book reviews. I, you know, I try to connect with all of those things because it reminds me of like, why we do this and the connection and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So thank you to everyone for sticking through with us, especially when we have check-in shows like today. Um, and Sarah, I'm going to let you get back to editing and resting. And um, do you have anything else that you need to? Yeah. Just about? speaking of books for events, Elena and I are trying to figure out uh, where we're going uh, when, and we hope to have that figured out in the, I know probably by the end of October. Um, so we will be, I once I've got that information, I will be sharing everybody. We're going to do sort of a limited tour in part because it's close to the holidays in part because we're both trying to preserve our health in part because I have another book to write. Um, but we will be doing, we will be going some places and signing books. So, um, I will let people know more about that once, once I have that information. Awesome. So congratulations again to Heather and Brent of Virginia's for Hunter Gatherers. Go check out their blog. We'll put a link in the show notes and their wedding pictures will probably be on their blog. I highly recommend that you check them out. The mansion at O Street was such a cool venue and their photographer is amazing. This has nothing to do with paleo, but you know, it's that whole peering into people's lives things <laughs> that us bloggers do. Um, and thank you for checking in with us this week. And we aim to be back next week with an amazing guest to have a great podcast. But um, we will let Sarah have um, random Mr. Wizard science knowledge bombs. <laughs> I'll see how random I can make them. Like maybe I can make them completely <laughs> off topic and just like randomly, <laughs> randomly like just, oh, and here's a little bit of science. Totally wasn't what you guys were talking about. But just, you know, I wanted to, I wanted Matt to be able to use the Mr. Wizard. Just music. accumulate factoids all week long so you can just like that's, drop them. Yeah. Okay. It's my new plan now. <laughs> but I'm doing. Awesome. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, 
please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.